Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and we are continuing our celebration of Black History Month with a look at actor, singer, Queen Latifah. Joining me this week to talk about Queen Latifah are two incredible podcast hosts, Carla from Bedwetter Behead Pod and Ishelle from Liberty Diner Dish. Hello, ladies. Hello, Erin. I was muted. Hello, Erin. <laughs> You're just embarrassed to be on the show with me. It's okay. <laughs> I will be going over a brief bio of Queen Latifah, and this is from Wikipedia. Queen Latifah was born Dana Elaine Owens on March 18th, 1970. So Elaine is an E name. I'm Erin. It's kind of, it's not as great as the Regina Lee Hall connection, but it's there. <laughs> it's close enough. It's so close. <laughs> is an American rapper, actress, and singer. She has received various accolades, including a Grammy Award, a Primetime Emmy Award, a Golden Globe Award, three skein, skein, skein actor, three screen actor Guild Awards and two NAACP Image Awards, in addition to a nomination for an Academy Award. In 2006, she became the first hip hop artist to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. At age 19, Latifah released her debut album, All Hail the Queen, in 1989, featuring the hit single Ladies First. Her second album, Nature of a Sister, released in 1991, was produced by Tommy Boy Records. Her third album, Black Rain, from 1993, became the first album by a solo female rapper to receive a gold certification from the Recording Industry Association of America and spawned the single Unity, U-N-I-T-Y, which was influential in raising awareness of violence against women and the objectification of Black female sexuality. The track reached the top 40 on the Billboard Hot 100 and won her and won a Grammy Award. Her fourth album, Order in the Court, in 1998, was released with Motown Records. She has since released the albums The Dana Owens Album, Travelin' Light, and Persona. She also is an accomplished actress, starring in such shows as Living Single, the new show The Equalizer, 
She has also starred in numerous te- uh, numerous films, including Set It Off, Chicago, in which she received the nomination for Best Supporting Actress. She also starred or co-starred in the films Bringing Down the House, Taxi, Barbershop 2, Back in Business, Beauty Shop, Last Holiday, Hairspray, Joyful no- Noise, 22 Jump Street, Girls Trip, and a ton of other films as well. And she also received critical acclaim for her portrayal of blues singer Bessie Smith in the HBO film Bessie, which she co-produced, winning the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Television Movie. Okay, so I'm very, very, very excited to be talking about Queen Latifah, and I'm excited for my panelists to talk more than me since I am obviously not very up to the task today. I apologize. So first, Carla, to save me from myself, (laughs) we're going to first start with Queen Latifah's music career. So first off, what are your overall thoughts on her career? Queen Latifah, her importance in the hip hop and rap genres cannot be overstated. She is one of the biggest female artists, and she inspired so many others. And not only did she inspire so many others, she has also set up her own her own company that helps bring in and elevate newer artists. So she is, she's doing it all. Like she's performing, she is recording, she is putting out albums, she is introducing people to other people's music. She, she just does everything. And her range in genres is amazing because one thing that I love about her is that she's not it's not even that she doesn't want to be pigeonholed. It's that this is just who she, who she is. Queen Latifah loves music and she loves all kinds of music. And she doesn't care that she came up as this kind of artist because now she wants to do this kind of album. And all of it just feels very natural. You know, there are some artists when they try out like new genres and they're like, Oh, really? Oh, well, bless your heart. I'm so glad that you're expanding your horizons but no with her it just feels like just a natural extension of who she is and i also feel like because of that people might be quick to to underrate her particularly her her jazz music to think oh well you know she's a rapper what does she really know about about jazz she knows plenty she's fabulously gifted and even if you're not willing to check out an album of hers if you watch the movie bessie she was amazing in that. I really appreciate her skill and her willingness to throw herself into anything that she wants to do because she's the queen and she's going to do what she's what she wants. And Ishel, I agree with everything Carla said. I mean, she's so incredibly talented and versatile. Like she can do jazz, she can do hip hop, she can do standards, like all of it. And I love that she continues to go back to it in different ways. Like she's consistently getting work as an actress. But she can, she always goes back to music and it's never too far from her. And I feel like every time she goes back to it, it's almost like taking on a new role. Like she goes into a new genre of it. And I just heard a song that she did. They did like, you know, that remake of the Hamilton soundtrack. And I heard her verse on there. It was so good. And I didn't even know she was on that, that uh, album, but I like that when she goes back to it, it is in a way that. Now she's reinventing herself, kind of like Carla said. It's, it's very authentic and it's natural, but it's because she can do so many things. She can always revisit like a new part of something that's in her tool belt of what she can do. Yeah. And and speaking of, the, of Hamilton, 
Lin-Manuel Miranda stated that Queen Latifah was uh, inspired the betrayal of Angelica Schuler in the musical Hamilton. So in case you didn't know that, but yeah. I didn't. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, she's just, she's like, music is in her blood and in is, is a part of her soul, I think. And you can hear it in every every song and in every genre she sings in and plays in and and loves. And she just loves music. You can just tell. And I think, you know, it it is in everything. It seeps in everything she does in her performances, in 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 her acting career. You see it there too. And I don't mean that as like she's someone who can't do both because she can do both very clearly. It's just it's such a part of who she is, music is, that it always seems to be there a little bit. And her voice is like so powerful and incredible and beautiful. And it can make you feel every emotion she is feeling at that time. And it can be everything from power and anger, or it can be like, you know, hurt or sadness. And then it can also be like very sexy and and like make you feel like you're falling in love. And then also make you feel joy and want to dance and then make you feel sorry. It can make you feel every emotion out there. Just her voice can do that. And that's a very powerful, powerful thing. And I always love artists and musicians that really, truly understand and get why music is so important and the power of music and how music can change the world and music can change your day, change your week change your life. And she really, really gets that. And you can feel it in everything that she does. And to, and it's really, I didn't know that people were criticizing her about the jazz, about her work in jazz, because that to me is just ridiculous. Because if you listen to any of that, you, I don't know how you could possibly say she's not talented in that arena as well. It's like, honestly, that's not, that's some of my favorite stuff that she's done. Well, I, I think, I think it just comes from this idea that like, that people who, who do rap or hip hop are not credible or, or, or basically like, it's like, oh, you're so talented at rap. But to be a singer, you have to actually be, you know, really talented. So I think like there's that looking down on, on, on rappers. And I think primarily because most rappers are black. Yeah. But she's just incredibly talented in any any genre she's going to take on. She's going to hit out of the park, and she's so good. I would love to see her, and this isn't part of what my dream project was, so it's not going to that part, <laughs> but I would love to see her on Broadway, like be able to see her on Broadway, like be there in the audience is what I mean, just because I think that would be incredible because I love watching her musicals as well. So I, I would love that too. Okay, well, Carla... So give me three of your favorite songs or one favorite album. This was actually a lot easier than I expected because three just immediately jumped out for me. The first one is UNITY. And for all the reasons that, that, that you said, there's a very clear, strong message in it. It's a message that is ultimately uplifting because that's one thing with, with her is that she has such a, it's not even a generosity of spirit, which she does have, but she, Queen Latifah really knows that for women to succeed, women have to support each other and to help each other and to boost each other up. So I really think that, that, that the, 
that that particular song is all about that part of who she is and, and part of her her overarching message. And I I also really appreciate that uh, I was reading on Wikipedia that it says because of its message, many radio and television stations would play the song without censoring without censoring censoring the b word and hoes because it's about kind of you know taking those words out of people's mouths who are using it against women. And that is, it's a very big deal because particularly in the way back whens, radio stations were not as quick to let those words air. So it it just really speaks to the importance of that particular song. Another song that I love, and it's from her Dana Owens album, and that's I, for some reason, I can't find it on Spotify. I, I'm just very perplexed as to why. It's probably something to do with the, with whatever company she released it under. I'm very confused about it. Or maybe it didn't look right. I don't know. Maybe I mistyped something. But so the Dana Owens album, the song that I love from that one is her version of California Dreamin'. It is so, so like silky smooth and just relaxing. And I love the original version. Is one of my favorite songs in general, but something about her version and her voice in it, it, it just feels like that dreamy quality where you're just kind of far away and, and I don't know, feeling the song more than hearing it. If that makes any sense. I, I, I put it on every now and then just to feel like, Oh, you know, like, like a sophisticated lady in a flowing Pashmina, you know, the wind just you know, it's like a yoga commercial. Like there's just wind blowing and I'm holding my, my, my thing of, I don't know, like Chobani probably. And, you know, like there should be a tagline at the end, like Chobani, get that California dreaming feeling. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Anyway, the other one that I will mention is I'm not in love from her, from her traveling light album. Traveling Light album because I love the song I'm Not in Love. It is, I think it's like one of the greatest, poutiest song, songs ever. It's like, I'm not in love. Like, I don't care about love. Love is, love sucks and only like boring people like love. So I'm not in love. Like, just forget it. I'm like, uh huh. Okay, cool. And of course, her rendition of it is just sexy and soft and cool and just again, very smooth and very like, oh yeah, I'm not in love. It goes from like a petulant, I'm not in love from 10cc, <laughs> which again, I love that version. I absolutely do. But I also like the, this version, the, this yogurt version of me in a different colored Peshmina floating in an opposite direction with my, this time maybe blueberry Chobani. I don't know. Let's switch it up here. The other one was, was strawberry. Clearly <laughs> this one is my blueberry one as I'm floating away. I'm not in love. So just forget it. While I sit here and eat my yogurt. I don't know. Anyway, I I just I, I don't know. For somebody who's lactose intolerant, I'm really into yogurt right now. <laughs> <laughs> but those are those are my, my three favorite Queen Latifah songs. Awesome. And I, I think I have some Chobani in my fridge right now too. So <laughs> Well, good for you, Aaron. Go enjoy your lactose. You're welcome. Uh, just <laughs> So, Ishelle, Ishelle, you're three. Okay, so I have one duplicate, so I'll be quick with that one. The duplicate is U-N-I-T-Y. It's just a hip-hop classic. 
And like Carla was saying, she has something to say in all of her music, definitely those early albums. And I think that song summarizes it very well. It's a demand for respect. It's telling women they deserve it and it's demanding it from men. So I I love that song. The next one I'm going to go with, she's featured on this one. I Want to Be Down is Brandy's song, but she's featured on it. Because it's such a timeless song and it wouldn't be what it is without any of those women who are on that song. And seeing the camaraderie between those women, Brandy, of course, but then Queen Latifah, Yo-Yo and MC Light, who all exist in a genre that promotes competition, was a very big moment for women in hip hop, which goes again back to something Carla said about how important it is for her to be supportive of other women. And, uh, you know, this, you know, the hip hop industry is always like, who's the best, who's the best and, you know, they try to make it really catty, but I like that they kind of pushed against that with that song. And it's just a good song. <laughs> and the third one, it may be a bit of a surprise, is When You're Good to Mama from the Chicago soundtrack. It's just so good and sassy and sultry. And she is like perfect on that song. And there's like this fun playfulness to it. And so, yeah, that's those are going to be my three. You know what? That was my number four. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was in my, my top 10. So, but I, I obey the, my own rules. I will obey my own rules. So it is on all of our lists, all of our lists, UNITY, I third it. So yes. And then I also off of um, the Travel and Light album, which is my absolute favorite album of hers. I just want to say I love that album. And my the one that I went with is I Want a Little Sugar in My Bowl. That's another one that is so sexy and just like uh, you just want to light the candles and yeah, and have some fun. So that's <laughs> I don't know. And then have some but fun. But this would make you want yogurt. No, actually, no. Strawberries and whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Michelle's like, yeah, I <laughs> but yes, I just I I love that one a lot. And then I'm going with the duet she did with Rod Stewart as time goes by. I just I thought that was really sweet and just really like a very she has a great one with, with Tony Bennett too. But I just loved there was something about it that was reminiscent a little bit of like the 80s, like made me think of the 80s in a way, but maybe it's just the Rod Stewart of it all. But it's just like, because I, my my ones that I usually was, go, that I usually would go to and the ones that I was like gravitating toward were all the ones that were like, for the third one, were all the very, 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 like the ones off of the Travel and Light album. But this one, I just kept going back to because it was kind of like, I don't know. It was one of those that just made me feel happy and brought a smile to my face. And it was one of those that I could also just be one of those you driving around in the car and it comes on and you sing every word or you can do, and this is not at all a slight, but be like a good like karaoke song to do with like a partner. And I thought they real, their voices gelled really well together. They really sung well together in that duet. So she has a lot of amazing duets out there. So I, I, highly suggest go at going and seeking those out too so yeah it's hard to to pick well like i said like three came immediately to mind but she has so many great ones yeah that's why until about 10 minutes ago i had a totally different list to be quite <laughs> honest <laughs> 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay, well, let's move on to her work as an actress in, as I said, film and television. So I want to know, Carla, what are your overall thoughts on Queen Latifah as an actress? She's so talented. I'm going to say that like 50 more times tonight. She's so <laughs> talented. Queen Latifah really throws herself into these performances and she can, she takes these characters and really makes them her own. Even when she, when she was Bessie Smith and Bessie, she, you know, she gets into, into this character and you really feel Bessie shining through. And it's, you know, to go from, a performance like that and then you have her character in and set it off and you have her character in last holiday and in living single and you know she she has like all of these different facets that she brings out to all of these characters and no one is is just like another she's not an actress who can be pinned down into one genre or one you know, particular archetype. And that's all the more amazing that she has had this amazing career as an actress when Hollywood is so quick to want to pigeonhole, especially larger women, when they just want you to be this one thing and that's all that they'll let you be. And I, I every time that she's casting something, I'm like, oh, I wonder what this character is going to be like. Because they're all just so unique and different. When she was cast in Equalizer, I was like, oh, that this is, this is really cool casting. Because, you know, I, I love the, the Denzel Washington movies. So when I heard about the show, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what this is going to be like. And it's not just a copy of that character. She, she makes it very different and makes it her own. So Queen Latifah is just this brilliant, amazing chameleon who, can do just about anything. She can do anything. Like you, you should never underestimate the queen. Like never, because she will always surprise you in just amazing, glorious ways. Like I, I, I can't get enough of, of her performances. I, I, I think that, like, I wish that there's, that, that there are some actors out there who are just kind of happy to fall into these particular roles. And, you know, again, maybe not happy to maybe they're just casting that and they can't get work as anything else but it's a shame because there are so many talented people out there that i think maybe we don't get to see all of the facets of what they can do but again she does and i think it's just like her incredible magnetism that kind of forces hollywood's hand it's like well we can't you know you're undeniable we're just gonna have to we're just gonna have to create new properties around you because you know like you just keep bringing new stuff to the table and, you know, we need to see more of it. I'm like, okay, cool. Have me my remote. I'm ready. <laughs> yes. That's why when we get to the dream projects, it was so hard because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what hasn't she done? But yeah, yeah, that's true. So, Michelle. Yeah. So I, 
I hope this wasn't a widespread thing, but I know this was some of the conversation around her when I first had any awareness of who she was. So because she was a black female rapper and she's tall and she dressed in clothes that were looser and longer. And that was something that at the time society didn't really find very feminine. And then she did set it off where she played a lesbian character. And so there was all this speculation about her sexuality, which is nobody's business. But I feel like that made a lot of people unfairly judge her performances when she was playing opposite a man. And so instead of it being, did she sell the role? It was, did she pass it straight? And I feel like that was just very unfair. I mean, I hate that that was a cloud that I hope that she didn't feel that cloud, but I hate that that was a cloud in the conversation. Again, like I said, that was around me um, when it came to her. And, but despite all of that, you know, she continued to pull down great roles and to do a great job. And we know that roles are limited for women, especially black women. But I think that she showed up to a lot of different projects and different characters and brought something unique to every one of them. Like, I think that she's given her best and given a great performance in every role that she's filled. So I'm happy to see that she's still out here getting work because she deserves it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's super, super, super duper talented. She's just incredibly talented. And that's why she can play all of these different parts and these different roles. She can do comedy really well, drama, action, everything like that. She's just really, really versatile and just an incredible actress. And she's really, uh, she plays really well off of her scene partners as well. And she has great chemistry. That's why that that whole question is so, that whole thing is so gross. And I remember that around that time. And she has great chemistry with everyone she has ever acted alongside, I want to say. And that's not always the case with some actors, but she just has that natural chemistry. And I think it's because her as a person, she is not, she's like this artist that wants to spread art and wants to welcome other people into the fold kind of thing. And she thinks art is a communal thing is the what you get from her. And so I think because of that, that's why she has such great chemistry with the people she's acting alongside because she's viewing this as a journey for everybody and not just her. And you can see that. And so I just, I think she's great. And it's, it's, so wonderful and there should be more of it but it's so wonderful to see someone who is a black woman who is who is not a size two who is able to have love interests sex scenes seen, seen as sexy seen as complex and not just the fat friend or the sidekick or the funny person that kind of thing. The fact that she has been able to and has a career where she plays so many different versatile characters that are not all defined by her weight is really incredible. And that's one thing that I, I just love about her career because when you're watching it, it's not like you're watching the same role over and over and over again. So that's sadly very rare. And I do think there are a lot of actresses out there that I'm sure could do just as great of work, but unfortunately can't get those jobs because people think that that is an unrealistic thing and that people won't want to watch it. Well, I think that Queen Latifah just goes to show that it is something that people do want to watch because she is very successful. It's not like she's not a successful person. So I, you know, I just wish 
it was the case for other people, but I just love watching her work. And she is one of those because, you know, it is those cases whenever you have a musician and they're wanting to get become an actor and then vice versa, people are always hesitant at first about it. But with her, there's never any kind of hesitancy for that. I think of it as just all the same. She's just an artist, an all-around artist. So, yeah. She can do anything, any role. That's And she's done, like, <laughs> so many different roles. It's really incredible. Her filmography is incredible. And her television career, too. So that's why this will probably make you all want to hit me, which I know you always want to anyway. But... <laughs> and I and I put a little thing in here because I was like three total. They can be film or te- television roles. Three total, though. <laughs> Your favorite girl. <laughs> well, I did manage to narrow it down to those three. So the first one I have to go with with Georgia from Last Holiday. That it's a great movie in general. Like I, I really I love the message of it. The whole you know like don't wait until you're diagnosed with some disease that nobody can pronounce and that it turned out to be a spot on a, on a CAT scan. <laughs> but I, I love that role because, you know, it's the, the story of the, the, I, the a particular trope that I love of like mousy woman finds her voice and gets a hot, sexy man and an amazing and manages to, create for herself an amazing career and she is like so well suited to this character because this character like especially once she starts to to let go is such a joy to watch i really i I love the nuances in the performance where she's because she's sad because she's dying but she's also just feels that freedom of like well nothing has consequences anymore so i'm gonna tell you off and i'm gonna tell you what i think but she reserves that for the people who deserve it like she's not rude to to any of the staff, even to to that woman who ends up going through her stuff yeah. later. She is not even rude to her. Like, you know, she is, I think, like as kind as you can be to somebody who is automatically rude to you. And on top of it, like the bad guy in the movie decides that he he wants to like sit on a ledge and pout. And instead of giving him a push, she goes out there and like talks him down. Like, talks him down in a safe way, not talks him down like, oh, no. So I I love that. I, I enjoy that. Another one is, I, I love her <laughs> as Mama Morton, of course, in Chicago. It's, that movie is one of my favorite musicals. And in, and she's, of course, a part of why I enjoy it. I loved her performance. And she said that, I, I think it was, Right before she was supposed to film the scene with her big number that she found out that her grandmother passed away and she was very close to her grandmother. And the director was telling her to channel some particular artist. And she said, no, I'm going to channel my grandmother because this is exactly like the kind of person that my grandmother would be like, just, you know, fun and sassy and just she, and so she she based that performance around her grandmother, and I think that that's lovely and sweet. And I, I, I just I really love that. It, it's just like so so touching. I think. And the third performance of hers that I love is Equalizer. I, I love that series. I love her in that series. I love that she is 
oh my god, she's an, a total action hero in this series. I, I I enjoy so much watching her beating up people, and like, there's no question that oh no, she's she's an incredibly competent killer, but also a tender-hearted mom. <laughs> <laughs> she does all the things, and she does them perfectly well. But I, what I especially love is that there's no, nobody's questioning her skills because of her size. You know, she's just going out there kicking butt and it's never like, oh, well, how, how fast can you jog? I mean, look at you. It, she's just out there doing it. And there's no question that, that she is a fearsome, fearsome woman to be reckoned with. Oh, and also she's an avid motorcyclist. So when you see, her, you know, like obviously not all the stunts, but there are some moments when, like, she 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 rides the motorcycle particularly well. That's her because she has been riding motorcycles for I think now, like, what is it, like, thirty years that she's been riding motor- motorcycles. She's a huge, like, thrill seeker, daredevil kind of person. She loves that kind of stuff. Oh, and in last holiday, that's when she learned to ski, and then she started skiing all the time, and she 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 loves it, and just all kinds of really cool stuff about Queen Latifah. Okay, she's amazing, and like a sadder side of, of this is that her brother actually passed away in a motorcycle accident. So for for a, a long while, like she couldn't, you know, she couldn't function. It just you know, and, and to get herself kind of over that hump, she forced herself to get back on a motorcycle because. You know, she, she loved it and she did it kind of a, as a means of jumping back into herself because motorcycle riding is such a big part of her. And I, I love seeing her ride motorcycles in this series, which I love the series in general, but that, that just adds a little bit to it for me. Yeah. And she's sexy as hell in that series, by the way. Right? <laughs> that's the other thing i mean she's sexy right? anyway like, but wow. oh my gosh she's the different level of sexy in that series listen i i i have a special place in my heart in other places for women who can kick butt <laughs> yes yes there's just there's something very 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 sexy about her in that series so yeah yeah and Ishel. Yeah, so I am going with, again, like I had to just like pick three. And so I just like threw them in a grab bag. and I was like, all right, pull out three. Because there's so many great things to choose from. I like looked at that list that you sent us of all the stuff that she, and that was just what's currently streaming. There's a lot that's not even on there. And I was like, dang, she's been a lot. (laughs) But anyway, so I pulled out Living Single. It's an iconic show that does not get its props often enough. And it should be celebrated for what it did for women, like period, not just black women. Like Khadijah's running her own business and she's balancing friendships and a love life. And, you know, so I and she really spearheaded that that show. But same with that, that spirit of camaraderie and of building each other up and of supporting women and supporting a community. But I just that's just a great role of hers. Then I also went with her in Chicago because I love Queen Latifah in a musical Hairspray Chicago, the live version of The Little Mermaid, like all of that. I love her in a musical. And then I went with Mad Money because I like heist movies. And so that one was very fun for me. So <laughs> so none of these are like, you know, you know, these legendary roles for her necessarily, but I I just loved a heist movie. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this this was really, really hard. And I this is one just the same with the music that I changed right before we started recording to from what I had before. 
But first, I am going to second Georgia and Last Holiday. And that was actually the movie that I rounded out my Queen Latifah watch with. And I've I've seen this movie like a bazillion times. So I was like, if I don't get a chance to watch it, this is – but then I was like, no, I have to watch it. I'm just I'm not going to not watch it. That's like quintessential Queen Latifah. Yes, yes. <laughs> and what I really also appreciate about this movie is – you are watching her come out of her shell and be more okay with who she is. And because of this misdiagnosis, which also this movie is also, oh my gosh, the healthcare system. So, <laughs> and insurance. Oh my God. Yes. When the lady was going over her HMO. Oh my gosh. It was, it's so ridiculous. But watching her come out, come out of her shell and be yourself and like, you know, not just like make great food, but eat the great food that she is also in love with and watching watching her when she puts on that red dress and oh my gosh that gorgeous red dress that red dress is so beautiful and on her it's just like oh and and you watch her and she you can see that she feels comfortable and she's like oh my gosh I cannot believe I get to wear this I cannot believe I am here and that I'm doing this and yes it's because she thinks she's dying but also I think that kind of is like the catalyst for her to finally do stuff with her life that she's always wanted to do. But she's always kind. And another thing I will always appreciate about that movie is it's not a movie where the sexy man that she's had a crush on only notices her when she starts dressing in the red dress kind of thing. He loves her from the beginning. He wants her from the very beginning, the very first scene they have. So it's never a case of like, you know, Girl takes off her glasses and she's sexy, that kind of crap. <laughs> no, he's wanted her from the beginning. She just, she doesn't realize that, I don't think ever, In but he has. I mean, he is afraid of flying and he goes and flies all the way out there. <laughs> and then he walks in the snow. Yes, and he's covered and then he's like... <laughs> He walked 20 miles in the snow, both ways uphill. <laughs> yep, that's love. <laughs> When he kisses the ground when he gets off the plane, I relate. I understand. <laughs> I do not like flying. I'm scared of flying. I will. I've done it, but I'm not. It's yeah. So I understand that wanting to kiss the ground once you're there. But yeah, I appreciate that, and I also appreciate that even though there is a love story in here, this movie is not a. It's not just about a love story. It's about a person discovering who they are and being okay and. Being like, yes, I'm going to actually live my life and not live my life for others and not live vicariously through others and not live in this dream book that I have designed, but I'm actually going to live. And I think, and that's why I love that movie so much. Can I just say, though, the dream book was a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the cut out, oh, yeah, I know. It was because <laughs> when I'm watching it, I'm like, how is this like this guy? He shows up. And he sees this book and his his uh, employee of the month photo is cut out and superimposed. And like, this, I would have freaked out, man. It's that true. would have been my response. It's true. It's true. It's one of those things you see in movies like this where you kind of have to go in real life. This is not. Yes. <laughs> this is a red like, flag. Please don't do that. Please don't do that in real life. Yes. Yeah. And then I am also going to second living single. And I'm not going to talk too much about it because I'm just going to say, go listen to our episode talking about living single from a couple of years back. And you can hear us talk all about the importance of that show, how great that show was, and also how great she was in that show. And then lastly, 
I'm going to go with Hairspray because I, I actually really like Hairspray. <laughs> a lot of people don't like Hairspray, the musical. And I understand because I have a big fondness and love in my heart for the original. I'm a John Waters fan. I understand. But I th- even John Waters, I, as far as I know, I mean, he's in the musical. He, you know, is fine with it. And so I loved it. But I just thought she was great. She was just like she was Queen Latifah where in you see her and you just want more of her. It's one of those roles where you wish there were more scenes with her and more singing from her, of course, because her voice is so incredible, kind of incredibly powerful. And in a lot of the songs, especially like I Know Where I've Been, which almost made my top three from Hairspray, it's she's just the way she sings that is like gives you chills and watching her in the movie perform that. And it's another one of those where that and Chicago is why I just really would love to just be able to be in an audience and see her on a Broadway stage in a musical because it just would be incredible to watch. But yeah, I thought she was she was great in that in that movie. Loved her in that movie so much. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Okay. Wow. Well, we are at the point where I don't know if anyone had a hard time doing this because, like we said, Queen Latifah has done like so many different roles. But I'm sure there still is that dream project that... That when you're listening to this, you're going to go, got to reach out to them. This is the project I haven't even thought about doing. So, Carla, what is that project? Thank you for asking, Erin. I am ready to divulge my choice for Queen Latifah's next project. I would love to see her in, take if you will, a picture. Follow me here. No, it has nothing to do with Prince. Oh, okay. I can't say that. <laughs> That's just what, what I, like... I tend to do that when I'm like, follow me on this. Just, just, just hear me, hear me out. Okay. So it's a fantasy movie, right? Where she is a leader in some, you know, fantastical place and she is the queen appropriately. No pun intended. She just is. <laughs> and she is leading her people against this other mythical species of people and then they find out that they have a common enemy like say you know a third of the way into the film maybe a little bit closer to the half point they find out that they have a common enemy and that common enemy is trying has been trying to pit them against each other forever and this is why they have any kind of animosity at all so then they realize oh okay so it's a war against all of us and then she leads her people towards 
you know, like merging and being like, no, we're not going to fight with these people anymore. We have more in common than we have been led to believe. I'm just basically like writing out the whole script. And I'm giving you like the, the trailer. And it's one of those trailers where like it tells you the whole movie. And then you're like, then why would I want to see the movie? Because she's in it. <laughs> Queen Latifah's in it. This is why you're going to go see the movie. Okay. Need I say more? Apparently I do. So they merge their groups and then they go and fight this bigger evil. And it's kind of like basically just a story of capitalism, but in fantasy form, like where, where I wish that, that people would realize that, Hey, we're all being subjugated by the one percenters who are keeping us fighting at each, at, at each other's throats because they want to keep all the wealth. But again, people, it's more digestible when people have pointy ears. The conclusion, I will not tell. I will only tell the queen. I will tell the queen and then she can tell me, Carla, that's amazing. I don't know where you've been my entire life. And I'll be like, right here, queen, right here. So so you're going to be tagged in this, queen. You're going to be tagged in a clip of this, <laughs> the audio of a clip of this. And you're also going to be tagged, of course, when we share the episode. So you can do it with your Finster account, okay? With your fin- – Yes. Yes. Like just Finsta, yes. Finsta. Thank you. I'm like, Finster. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> but you can do it with the Finsta account, just like we know Regina Hall did. So you can <laughs> – Yes, get in touch. We we can talk about the, the details and the scripts. Again, the point, listen, the point here's optional. Just throwing in that, that out there. Somebody's got to wear point ears, but it doesn't have to be you. <laughs> so, Ishelle, what's your dream project? I would like to see her be a villain. Like, I would like to hate to love her in a role, you know? And I mean, I'm talking like Heath Ledger's Joker, that kind of villain, you know, where there's charisma to it, but there's this, like, you're a little psychotic, <laughs> you know? Like, I want, because I'm all, she's always the hero, and I want to see her be, like, a, a different kind of hero. I want to, like, cheer for her character, and it makes me, like, question my humanity a little bit because she's bad, you know? But that is uh, something I want to see her in. Yes, Ishelle, that was actually going to be the one I w- that was actually going to be the one that I was going to name as the dream project. But then I went, that's too close to what I was designing for Regina Hall, except it was going to be more like what you were saying, like more like, you know, because I was going to be like, I want her to, to scare me. But then I was like, well, no, you know what I, w- I would love to see her do? And I know she may have played like versions of this character, but I'd like to see her do like just a character driven indie drama, just an indie drama just all about character, just a simple, simple story about a woman. I, I'm, I haven't, I'm not, I haven't designed the whole thing out in great, great detail. So I apologize, Queen. You can, <laughs> but it would be something where we could see a huge because she has it, she does it. The all the range of emotions from her in one role, and. I want to see, you know, like it'd be a quiet performance and a quiet movie, but there would be a lot of emotional depth and a lot going on there and watching a character go on their own emotional journey and their own inner quest. But I want it to be a very quiet indie because I love quiet indie character films. So I want to see Queen Latifah in one of those roles. But I loved all of those. All of those were great. So. You can get in touch with us. <laughs> and and Ishelle can be an honorary member of the Dream Makers. Dream Makers? Yeah. <laughs> and we can make your dreams come true, man. <laughs> Haven't you always wanted to be in a fantasy 
movie and then go on to be a villain in another movie and then just do a character-driven indie? I'm sure you have. I know you have. I mean, come on. (laughs) And if you haven't before, this makes you want to. So, yes, yes. (laughs) Now is your time. Yeah. (laughs) Now is your time. Yes, so you can get a hold of us. I'll I'll say at the end where you can contact us. You can contact us through me, and I'll I'll make sure to loop Carla and Eshel in as well. Please do. Yes. And I said this was a super easy one. So, six degrees of Finn. This is super duper easy. Oh, the shame on the faces. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I did one. Oh, uh-huh. you did. Oh, I thought you. Yeah, you looked like I didn't do it. <laughs> Sorry. Well, so I mean, like fifteen minutes before we started, I was like, I opened up both IMDb pages, so I don't know if that counts, but I did it. It counts. <laughs> okay, so here's what. There's probably an easier route, but here's what I did. So she was in Chicago with Renee Zellweger. Is that how you say her name? Yes. And then Renee was in Judy with. I am told Renee was in Judy with who I'm told is Finn Whitrock. Because I still don't know who this person is. <laughs> but according to IMDb, the math checks out. So It does, yes. Yes, Finn Whitrock plays um, Judy Garland's last husband in, in that movie. <laughs> and Renee Zellweger is fantastic in that film, by the way. She's so good in that movie. So, yes, yes, we haven't. I think we've only used Judy like maybe one other time. So I like that. Yay! So the other really simple one that that I just went ahead and used because I honestly, here's a little thing. I do these like about five minutes before we start recording. <laughs> but of course, Queen Latifah was in the miniseries Hollywood, horrible miniseries. We did, a, Susie and I did an episode trashing this show. So if you <laughs> to us trash the show but it's not because of queen latifah who played hattie mcdaniel she was in a couple episodes of the miniseries but in that and that was also a ryan murphy you know so that is all you need to know why it's horrible but it's a ryan murphy production but instead i'm just gonna go with one of the people that was in it was darren chris and darren chris was in one of the few things that i don't critique Ryan Murphy over heavily, and that is the assassination of Gianni Versace. And also in that, and he was as Sasha one time sent me a DM and said, Your one guy just killed your other guy with a hammer. Because <laughs> spoilers, Darren Chris kills Finn <laughs> Whitrock's character with a hammer. It's it's really brutal. It's a brutal, brutal murder. I mean, like oh my god. It's it's really Awful. I mean, Darren Chris is so fantastic in that show, though. He's so creepy. But so there, that's how I got to Finn Wittrock. But yeah, I'll never get over that DM. Your one guy killed your other guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's an amazing DM. Yep. Perfectly crafted. Yep. <laughs> now, before anything else, I, I just I want to mention really quickly Queen Latifah's book, Put on Your Crown, because it's part autobiography, part we can do it, ladies, kind of book. I, I really love it. I think it's, it gives you a lot of insight into who she is and into her motivations and what makes her this amazing person and artist that she is and how, how and why she's willing to 
do all of these things that seem so incongruous from the outside unless you really take a moment to look at her at all of her work and and be like oh no this is just consistent with who she is she doesn't want to be any one thing she just wants to be who she is and all these are facets of who she is i i think it's a great book it's a, it's a short read too awesome thank you for getting that in there thank you so thank you again to carla and ishel for joining me on this one this was a ton of fun and I'm going to go around and have my two lovely panelists tell everybody where they can be found and where their podcasts uh, can be found. Carla from Bedwetter Behead Pod. Thank you, Erin. You can find Bedwetter Behead Podcast wherever your fine podcasts are sold or given away for free by streaming. You can also look for our online presence on Twitter. Yes, Twitter at Bedwetter Behead Pod on Instagram. Yes, Instagram. It hasn't changed name. I don't know why you're looking at me like that at bed.wet.behead.pod and on TikTok at bed.wet.behead.pod where we still have five, yes, five TikToks. Whole five videos. Check them out multiple times. Retweet them, retweet them. No, resend them to all of your friends so that they can also look at them. They're fascinating and amazing. What can I say? I do good work. Speaking of good work that I do, you can look for my art and my musings on Instagram and TikTok at Carla Temis. Or my website, carlatemis.com. That's C-A-R-L-A-T-E-M-I-S.com. And also, I am strongly considering starting my own Black Mirror podcast because I am obsessed with that show and I need to talk about it at length. So if anybody wants to co-host or edit the whole thing for me for no monies. <laughs> I'm definitely not editing any more podcasts. <laughs> I wasn't looking at you, Erin. I, I know, but we, we are both like, Ishel are like. No, <laughs> no. Ishel, Erin, you both have way too much on your plates. Is anybody out there bored and wants to tinker around with podcast editing? Find me, JK. I will figure it out. I will figure this out on my own. What I, by which I actually mean I'll just post whatever I spew onto my microphone. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time either. <laughs> you should. Talk to you should talk to my podcast Brain Twin Jen for my streaming bubble. I did. Oh, you did. Like that. That's where the idea came from. So, ah, hmm. oh, okay, okay. It'll be like once every three months. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> so Ishelle, where can they find you and your podcast? Does you can find me at Liberty Diner Dish on Instagram. You can listen to our podcast wherever you stream your podcast. Unless you can't find it, then let us know. And then we will get it there too. My podcasts are Liberty Diner Dish, which I co-host with Ken. We also co-host Pink Plate Special. And then I have a new book-themed podcast coming called Let's Talk About Rex. And it'll be heading your way maybe in the early spring of 2024. Yay. Awesome. Maybe you'll have to come on the May 4th marathon streaming event and promo that. Yeah. And this is Aaron. You want to follow the incredible dog who, Fergie, who probably her favorite role would probably be equalizer. I would think that's really, really up Fergie's, Fergie's alley there. But follow Fergie on TikTok at Schroeder and Fergs. That's S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R-A-N-D-F-E-R-G-S. It's long, but it's worth it. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. 
on Twitter at Fandom Thing Pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. Bedwetter Behead Pod is tagged in a bunch of recent TikToks. So you can see Carla on there. You can see Carla's co-host Meg as well and some TikToks too. I just posted another recent one about Carla and I's recent musical adaptations, dream ones for Donnie Darko and Dude, Where's My Car? So I just posted a new TikTok about that. So go look at that. I'm sure by the time this is dropped, I've posted a few more. So I'm trying to get more active over there. So go give us a follow. Go share our TikToks and all that and all that jazz. If you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, please feel free to reach out to us via our website. It's a fandomthingpod.com. Click the contact us button there. That'll shoot me an email and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And while you're there, consider becoming a Patreon supporter today for as little as three bucks a month. You get ad-free content. You get bonus episodes, including our upcoming My Best Friend's Wedding episode. And then I just briefly, quickly, because I keep forgetting to do it, I'll quickly plug my other two podcasts because now I have two. There is the monthly one that I co-host with Jen, my podcast brain twin called Twin It to Win It. We are going to have an upcoming episode talking about the movie. It was my pick, the movie Bug, William Friedkin's movie Bug, starring Michael Shannon and Ashley Judd and Harry Connick Jr. Don't let that. Well, I'm not going to give you my opinion of this movie because I can't because I don't want Jen to be spoiled. And then the other podcast that I just started that I co-host with Paula and Susie is It's a Dean Thing talking about Dean Winchester from Supernatural. That's a bi-weekly podcast that drops every other Thursday. So, yes, lots of great content from all of us. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.